G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. podcast after the Dallas Cowboys man I don't, I don't know about you man but it's always better when you beat Dallas everything's better when you beat I really just wanted to do an hour-long podcast on how we beat Dallas but do the powers that be me we're not doing that <laughs> all right guys for the first segment of the hour this guy. Anyway, I'm Jarrell, Dapper J, Rob, Black Rob's my co-host, Bobby G. It's another episode of Thousand Jumpers. I don't even know. What what are we calling this episode? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll, we'll figure it out in post. No, in I post. I just really hate that this nigga went to school for journalism, so he like uses corny ass phrases like in post. That's not a corny phrase. I mean, that's, that's an actual term. <laughs> Post I know was Shaq. I mean, or you could say Post Malone. Or All right, King. bro, get out. <laughs> get out, bro. Fuck <laughs> out, man. All right, I mean, let's What's go going on here? straight to it. Football, you know. Um, this is a crazy oh, people, week. People still watch football. I thought we was boycotting man. Who is we? Nah, I'm definitely not boycotting. We beat Dallas. Fuck that. <laughs> I say, who is we? I'll think about boycotting if we get a ring. We get a ring, nah, <laughs> nigga. I that's mean. the last thing I'm thinking about. If we get a ring, boycott. Bitch, I'm, I'm selling repeat jerseys. <laughs> boycott. <laughs> Shout out to Colin Kaepernick. I'm sorry. I don't want to disrespect you. Oh no! Shout out to Eric Reed though. <laughs> Neo Colonius, bro. Like who? That's what he called Malcolm Jenkins. Neo. What does that mean? You, do your Google. You you go look up what that means, bro. That's I'm gonna look that shit up right now. <laughs> sellout is one thing. A Neo Colonius, bro. Oh, I thought you were talking about. I thought that was like some Matrix reference. <laughs> I know what the fuck that means. Man, you know the people that just sound smarter than what they are. Terrell got like all the little key terms that they use in the word banks. <laughs> so it makes you think that he's presenting this new topic. Neo Colonius. But that's well. I mean, do you tell him? We'll, we'll go first, man. Um, we beat Dallas. I, I'll go with my soliloquy, I guess. I don't get to do those. Rob likes to dominate the show. But, uh, nah, I mean. Like Shaq in the post. Continue. 
anyway, uh, it was it was a hard fought game. Our games go to the wire every single time. Uh, I'm very superstitious when it comes to me watching football. Mm. Or at least watching my team. And, you know, I'm watching. We, we're up 7-0. Then it's tied 7-7. Then I, I was tweeting. You, you can go check the timeline. I was like, yo, in order for the Skins to win this game, our defense has to score a touchdown. Like, we just have to score. Because our offense was leaving touchdowns on the field. So once we scored, I was like, all right, that should do it. We won. I'm about to go eat. Mistake number one. Dad starts coming back. Then dad... My father's a big Skins fan. Starts acting like a turncoat. It was like, why this nigga say dad? Like he my dad too. Nigga, we don't got the same parents. <laughs> anyway, he was like, I was about to throw a pick six. I'm like, who are you right now? Like, I'm have to push him down the stairs. Like not kill him, but like hurt him. He got to break his leg for the summer. It's like, yo, your dad's well, a hater. <laughs> He doesn't like Jay Gruden, and that's fine. I'm not wishing that on my team. <laughs> right. My stepmom, she's a Skins fan, but she has a soft spot for Dak because he's a black quarterback, and I, I don't know. I'm like, who cares? When 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 Romo was like, yo, Dak might have a concussion, I was like, good. Get him out of here. Damn, bro. You wishing that on the black man, yo? I'm trying to win. <laughs> Neo-Colonians. <laughs> Nah, I'm not that. I'm, any any means necessary, bro. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Word to the bounty system. You you feel me? <laughs> nah, I told niggas was like niggas had a problem with the bounty system. I said, what's the problem? We were beating teams that were better than us because we were injuring their players. <laughs> if you can't beat them, injure them. Okay. Right? Shit. I'm always, I'm the same one that tells you every 15 man NBA roster, the bottom three players all need to have hands. So that you don't get no other playing time except for they come on the court and punch whoever the best player is on another team in the face. Which we'll get to a little later in the show. Mm. My, my thing is. I'm not wishing, like, permanent damage towards them. Just let them be injured for the rest of the game. They can come back the following week and wreak havoc. Just if we got to play you guys, let's injure you, knock them out. But, um, nah, so they were they were put on this bad juju on, on, the, on the team. I'm like, nah, if we're going to lose, we're going to lose where, where I saw them winning, and I was in my room. So I went up in my room. And sometimes they're driving and then like when even when the whole like uh, that penalty was called people was like that was a BS call I'm like technically he did violate it it's not a call that gets called often but I'm a fam you're talking to a person who liked the Raiders in 2000 with the tuck rule <laughs> so everybody shut the fuck up <laughs> so I'm like okay never and has then, that call been called before or after <laughs> it was called after, but I'm not trying to be that stupid. Who the fuck called the tuck rule then? Afterwards, it was like in 2005 or six. What teams? Dude, it doesn't matter. It wasn't you a lost. meaningful game. You lied. You lied. You lied. You lied. <laughs> but they showed the kicker, and I'm like, he don't have the confident look in his eyes, bro. Like you can tell when it's like, yo, he gonna make this. Versus a girl texted me that the other day too. What? 
You she was like, you, you, you seen the kicker? He looked like he wasn't ready for the moment. Yeah. He First of ready. all, he never say that. Smoke? Bobby George stays ready for the moment, okay? <laughs> you ask around. Allegedly. <laughs> Only thing alleged is, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Yeah, you shouldn't. It wasn't going to go anywhere positive. At all. Back to the main topic. And he kicked it and he missed. And I'm hyped. I'm like, cool, now I can eat. And they was like, did you go upstairs to pray? I was like, no. I went upstairs to watch the game where we were winning at because you guys were speaking negativity into existence. I went with that. You're not speaking down on my team, especially against Dallas. That's not how I'm rocking. And there was two teams I didn't care about. Who cares? I'm not playing fantasy anyway, so... They could do whatever, but not I, not I don't my wrist. Watch teams that I don't care about. No, I do. I'm a fan of the game. No, no, I'm not wasting my time, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Are you, are you done? Yeah, I, I'm done. I mean, get Dallas the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no. Hey guys, I've got the greatest sixteen lines of poetry. No, fuck you, Dallas. As Suck a, my dick. As a former, I guess, I don't know what you are, because Rob has multiple teams. You know what I am? That's crazy, bro. Like, is that like a racist thing? No. I'm an African-American, sir. He he was a former fan of the Oakland Raiders. How do you feel about the Cowboys getting a mark? First of all, nigga, I ain't even get to celebrate my damn Dallas win, okay? I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. I'm not done. Hit the double back. <laughs> First of all, I was watching the game. Then I almost cussed at my laptop because that's what I was watching it on. It wasn't down there? It went on down there? Or does Keith uh, have cable? <laughs> Keith is. Shout out to my homie. You ain't got to put them out there like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, anyway. If he listens to the podcast, he knows I love him, and it comes from a genuine place. <laughs> Dap's still mad that kids don't like his singing. Nah, I'm more mad that I had to sleep on the hardwood floor. And Jared saw me, bruh. You put the you had to put the floor there. <laughs> you didn't sleep on the hardwood floor. Uh, that, okay. Anyway, guys, let's not this, derail this conversation. But uh, yeah, like, like I said, I was watching the game. Then that whack ass touchdown that Dallas threw. I was like, what the? I, I looked at the defense like you really worked this hard in the half to give that up at the end. You're bugging. So just like you, I seen the play happen, the fumble, scoop, score, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, oh shit, we just scored a touchdown. Defensive lockup. called it. I'm lit. Okay. Well, yeah. normally, if Jarrell calls something, it's more specific. So I'll be like, okay, cool. Like, I'll even give, like, like when he tried to call the pick six, he called the pick at the, um, in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. He said the Rel Revis would do it, but he didn't. But I still gave him props because at least it was an interception. But this time, he said the defense had to score. That's just vague as shit. <laughs> Like, literally, I tweeted a pick six. So, like, even though I was wrong, I still went out on the actual limb. This nigga was, like, a dominant defense that hasn't been giving up shit the whole game has to score a touchdown. 
Like, okay, nigga, congrats. So that was whack. So I don't give you any credit for that. You're not even Negro. You're not even Dapper Domus. I'm taking that back. I ain't gonna take back the tweet. I can, you haven't deleted it yet. I, I don't delete tweets. That, you know, for, but I'm just gonna call you a fraud anyway. <laughs> Mr. Cleo. <laughs> yeah, like, so I was talking, I was like, okay, cool. But then our defense did what we always do anytime we're up in the, in the game. We go straight to prevent. And for some reason, we think, giving up big chunks of yardage and letting them get into the red zone and then trying to clamp down is the way to go. You, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like, that makes no sense. If a field is 100 yards, okay, you don't have, I'm not saying blitz every down and play press and let someone beat you deep, but fam, if a, if you were playing a defense, a certain style of defense the whole game and they couldn't score, why would you change that in five minutes? Like, five minutes left in the game. Why would you change that? You're just going to keep backing up, not getting to the quarterback, and then he just start picking us apart. And by picking us apart, I mean, we just let it happen because it wasn't like Dak was out there being a prolific passer. Nah, Dak, you're Cole fucking Beasley trash. Was eating, bro, for no Cole reason. Beasley is a slot receiver who, when you give him 99 yards of fucking room, can catch the ball. Congrats. You're an NFL player that can catch the ball. You are officially better than Darius Hayward Bay. Anyway, like, so I'm looking at that shit. So when they scored, I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then... Fucking Jay Gruden, he's like the fucking Jaguars coach against the Patriots, which I was saying the whole time. They was up that game, and I said, you playing not to lose. You're not playing to win. And the moment you get, you start backpedaling against Tom Brady. You know, you're giving him momentum, and he's going to beat you. That's what happened. It's the same thing. Jay Gruden's coming out there. Let's just run the ball, run the ball. Fam, I've always said, if you need one first down the ice a game, the first play of the game, the first play of that next drop, you know what you do? Especially when you have a tight end like Jordan Reed, a backup tight end like Brandon Davis, you play action the fucking ball. Adrian Peterson been getting meaningful carries the whole game, getting nice yards. Just play action, throw it to Jordan Reed. Like it's to the point where it's like, even if you don't get the um the first down, well, first of all you try to get the completion in bounds, get some yards, or if not, take the sack. They still gotta use a timeout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you when you're doing when you're when you're in that situation, it's not always about like obviously, you know, best case scenario, you get a first down and, and still the game, but. It's mostly about making sure they use their timeouts. So now that's a fact. Hike the ball, play action. If you can't get it to an open guy, take a sack. Make him call a timeout. Then run the ball twice. You're gonna run it anyway. It wasn't like how many times do we see when it's in that situation that a run play actually breaks open for a first down? Most of the time you just run the ball and then they use their timeouts. So either way you was gonna use just force them to use the timeouts, just take a sack, it don't matter. But sure enough, we gave the ball back. And then, like I said, man, like, he came with the kick that field goal, man. You could tell he was just like, man, I think I'm make, I might make this. That penalty happened, and you could look at his face. And that went from a 47 to a 52, and he looked like, I don't he think I'm going to do this smoke. one. Like, he looked like, at 47, he looked like, oh, yeah, I just got 
push this shit right through. That during turn to a 52, he was like, I don't think they paid me enough to do this. And he, that during said, boom. And I just started screaming. And I was like, oh! Shout out to the skin for pulling that dub out, man. This is what number one in the NFC East looks like, guys. How you doing? I hope it continues. Oh, of course it will. You know, we got who we got next? The Giants? Yeah, we got the Giants in New York. Y'all guys lost to the Falcons. Next. Like, I mean, I'm, let's go. Giants, we go, when we beat, I tell you, like, we didn't come into, we can come into Thanksgiving, like, nine and two, or eight and two, one and two. Like, the thing with the Giants, the Giants aren't a bad team. It's the Giants just, are a bad team. Like, Eli's, is regressed, and then their O line is still mega trash. Eli hasn't regressed. Eli has regressed. This is the same Eli that was playing last year <laughs> with an arguably worse O line. Exactly, he didn't get any worse. His line got worse. <laughs> I sad because they spent money. Like Nate Solder got is making like forty eight million, not this season, but like his Nate contract. Solder is like Jeff Saturday. Or Don't like, disrespect Jeff Saturday. He's like, a he's lot. He's nice. like he's a lot. He's a lot of these. A lot of these. These um. I was gonna say Titans. A lot of these linemen that are linemen for really great like elite quarterbacks. They get bumped up. Like you start overrating them because when you got Peyton Manning throwing the ball out his hand, getting the ball his hand in two seconds, you got Tom Brady doing the same thing. You can't sack Tom Brady. He's just throwing the ball. All the time, like he's just getting the ball in his hands. So of course Nate looks great. Like I'm not saying he's not a good lineman, but I'm saying like he looks no, like he's not looking good right now. No, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like he's clearly not as good as people thought he was. Because when you're playing with that quarterback, the reason why I respect people like a Chris Samuels, a Trent Williams, a Joe Thomas, is because I've seen them quarterback. I've seen them quarterback. I've seen them be linemen for horrible quarterbacks who had horrible timing, who didn't get the ball out fast at all. And right. they still were blocking Joe Thomas, great. you knew by his third season, he was a first ballot Hall of Famer, and you knew he probably would never make it to a playoff game. And he never did. Exactly. That's sad, man. Because like, it's not his fault. Like It wasn't like, oh, man, this quarterback's under the rest. He's just trash. It's like, no, this guy is clearly blocking at an elite level. You just suck ass. <laughs> Like, and that's what it is. Like, it's just different. Like, all these other linemen, like, a lot of these other linemen, like, you just, you see them, and you're like, oh, man, he's a beast. And it's like, um, no, he's not. Like, he just happens to have a quarterback that gets the ball out hella fast. Like, that year they thought that the Skins line was good when we had RGB the first year. Like, oh, yeah, that line looks improved. No, it doesn't. It's just every time they got to the backfield, RGB was running past them at 100 miles an hour. (laughs) Like, it's it's not hard to tire a defense out when you're running past them every time they get there, too. You know what I'm saying? So, so that Giants, you're trash. Um, (laughs) We're what? The thing Four I'm looking two. at, I'm like, Saquon's not going to have, like, a crazy game running. Right? Uh, receiving? Yeah, we'll see. I think Saquon but, gets a touchdown on him. I don't think he gets it rushing unless it's in the red zone. He's not breaking one. Uh, I can see it. I mean, like, we've seen it against, um, who did they play the first game they played? 
the Jaguars? The Jaguars. They they held him in check ninety nine percent of the game until he broke away for a sixty yard. But that's the thing with with Saquon. Like Saquon doesn't like ground and pound you where he's like eating the whole game. He'll just get that one play and just be like, yo, he went off. I'm like, no. Nah, that's what really. I'm saying. I think he's gonna have a bad game against us. Like you see our our front seven, like teams aren't gonna be just running against us. We have one of the best running defense in the league. So I just, but I do think like sooner or later, what you see how our defense does. Like as soon as we get a couple a lead, you know, we start playing like a days ago. So I think he'll break one on us. I'm not saying it's gonna get change the game. <laughs> I pre, I 100% believe we're gonna beat them. But I'm just worried about Odell, man. Odell I'm not worried about Odell. He does amazing things against us. Every Giants player does amazing things against us. No, Eli has had a historically great record against us. He doesn't lose um, to us. Eli played against Kirk Cousins. Okay, and he played against Robert Griffin and Jason Campbell and a lot of these youngins. Shout out to Salsa Dance and Victor Cruz who saved them against, from getting swept by RG3. And Jason Campbell, did you really bring that name up? Yeah. Next. Anyway, um... So yeah, like like I said, I'm not worried. So we're four and two. So I think we beat the Giants. That's five and two. Falcons. That defense is trash. And even though our receivers are trash, I'm not counting us out against that defense. So that's six and two. The Bucks. Adrian Peterson is running against good defenses like this. The Bucks have no run defense. <laughs> Seven and two. <laughs> the Texans. Eight and two. <laughs> Uh, then so we come into things we can come into Thanksgiving eight and two or like seven and three. That would be crazy nice. And we beat them, we beat the Cowboys, and we're at nine and two or eight and three. We still the division. Yeah, and then youngers gonna be like, yo, the Redskins job nice. Duh, but whatever. They said we've been nice though, so cool. Shout out to us. Any other games that Stood out the Rams keep being the Rams. They 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 just a work of art, man. That's stuff beautiful to watch. Um, shout out to the new incarnation of the greatest show on turf. They need to have a cool nickname. Um, yeah. We should they'll, make that happen. They'll figure it out. Uh, like I said, they did what they're supposed to do against the 49ers. I could beat the 49ers. So it doesn't matter. Um who else played? Oh, shout out to the Panthers for beating the Eagles. They said the Panthers beat the entire NFC East except us. So for that, we thank you. <laughs> You're right because, like, I remember tweeting. I remember I was about to tweet. Damn, bro, we went and beat our division. Went and beat the shit out of the Panthers this year. Then I remember they beat the um, Cowboys in the beginning of the year, and then they lucked into that field goal against the Giants, and then they came back against the Eagles. Just <laughs> I was like, oh, well, good for us. <laughs> Shout out to the Panthers. You know, you played exactly how I wanted you to play for two weeks straight. <laughs> Bum-ass things. Um, the Bears and Patriots game was interesting. Yeah, shout out to Reek. He's scoring touchdowns, man. That's my dog. Yeah, shout out to him. Yo, I traded you and um, Quincy Inouye and Odell Beckham for um, Geronimo Allison and Ezekiel Elliott. I didn't think Zeke would go off against us, obviously. But for the rest of the year, I think I'm in pretty good shape as long as Eli's throwing Odell the ball. (laughs) 
Um, Colts beat the shit out the Bills, but they didn't have. They got a safety. If you get a safety against a team, you should not only have five points. <laughs> they really they scored five points, bro. Like Bills are so trash, dog. The Saints beat the Ravens. Oh, one of my super, one of the assistant store managers at my store, he's a Ravens fan. So he was like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And he said, "So many." Hey, what's up? I said, "You know me, chilling, just kicking it." <laughs> He was nah. tight. <laughs> Me, Rob, this is why we're we just beat Dallas. Or we're we're getting ready you know, they're gonna kick the field goal. He was like, Yo, your boy missed the game, uh tie an extra point. I was like, Word? <laughs> he doesn't miss that ever. Yeah, your man's one of the goats, so your man's just dumped the juice. He's not one of the goats. Are you serious? Since he's been in the league, he's arguably the best kicker in football. I don't care. I can he name five kickers better than him. I'm just saying. I can name five kickers better than him. Right now, go. I'm talking about of all time. <laughs> First of all, it's hard pressing me naming five kickers, so <laughs> I should get a cookie for that. <laughs> what kind of shit was that? Like, right now? Is the best kicker, like, since he's been in the league, he's been the best kicker. He's, okay, let me just, I'm just level with you right now. I don't know when he got in the league. He's a kicker. I don't, I don't fucking know that. He's been there since, what, 2012? And he's been the best kicker since he's been in the league. Um, You know what you know, the fun fact about that? The great thing about that is? What's that? He's a kicker, so I don't track kickers. So I can't dispute that at all. But yeah, you was repping Janikowski for years, right? Um, can't. Who's got a stronger leg? Go ahead and lie. <laughs> Just now go into Tucker, your corner, baby. sir. Get the fuck out of here. You kick seventy yarders in their warm ups? No, you don't, nigga. No, you fucking. Do you you got picked in the game? Do you, you got? Did you get picked in the first round? No, he didn't get. Okay, 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 okay. Just want to let you know. Justin Tuck is the most accurate kicker in the history of this league. But is he? Whatever. Yeah, that's why. Uh, I guess that's because Raven fans were blown, but they were like, "That's still our guy," and he owned up to it like a real G. So you gotta respect game. You missed the extra point. You have no choice but to own up to it. What he's gonna say? It was the, have, the holder's fault. Like it's not the original extra points that were like Bam. nineteen yards. It's like yards. a thirty-five yard kick. It's still a chip shot. Youngers have been missing it for the past two seasons. And if you're supposed to be the best kicker since 2012, you don't miss fucking extra points. That's Stop trying first, to make excuses. That's his first miss in two hundred. You have one job. I I will never have a simp any a lick of sympathy for any fucking kicker that misses a kick. You have one job: kick this bitch through the uprights, please. Right. <laughs> like Justin Tucker, because you know it's funny because his name is so close to the other guy that you hate. So yeah. I don't know how you dick ride a kicker and you hate this guy who's a black man. That's Once, just so I respect racist. Justin Tucker before I draft him in fantasy, then I draft him in fantasy, and he was. I didn't respect a kicker. He's a kicker. Respect a kicker. I don't even. I'm, only reason why I know this guy's name is because you was dick riding him the whole year. And he that was year. cooking. The, yeah, the reason where did that I, get you? I was winning games, yo. Where, where, where did that get you? Julio didn't play. Okay. <laughs> you know, just, I just wanted to know what happened at the end of that year. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened. Inquiring minds wanted to know. I would have made some more money, but it's cool, man. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, but didn't. But anyway, so yeah, man. So I'm um, so you for being there. too, because 500 for what? Downs, and then he beat every team in the league. Drew Brees, shut the fuck up, man. I'm tired of people sucking Drew Brees' dick. He Drew not, Brees, are you, Drew Brees, shut up. Let me speak, please. What? Drew Brees, you are a product of the new NFL. 
Like, shut the fuck up. Like, Drew Brees, you were trash in San Diego. You weren't he good at all. Tra- he was what? not fucking good. Do you he not remember those teams? in San Diego. Okay, you made a Pro Bowl. Oh, oh we give him cookies for Pro Bowls now? Yes. Fuck out of here, man. Shut up. <laughs> like, he wasn't good. There's a reason why he wasn't brought back. There's a reason why sidearm Phillip Rivers was the next man up. Huh? Um, they drafted him with a top four pick. You know why you draft a quarterback for the, with a top four pick? Because because the motherfucker you got on your roster ain't it. Well, you don't have Peyton Manning starting 100% healthy and go, hey, guys, let's draft Andrew Luck. No, you wait till the man who's a Magdalene Hall of Famer breaks his neck and shit 22 times, and then you draft him. Well, these will also can't miss prospects. Who is who is number – what quarterback has the, pack, the Packers drafted in the first round that high since Aaron Rodgers started starting? They haven't been that high. They were okay, top then. four, bro. Okay, then. You want to know why you were top four, bro? Because obviously the quarterback who's your quarterback wasn't shit. Well, the whole team, but, you know. Okay. Okay, bro. Like, you can make excuses all you want. I saw the Falcons have a shitty-ass team and big lead them to the playoffs. So, Drew Brees, shut the fuck up. Like, you got, you have literally no excuse for that. Didn't he play with LT? Yeah, he did. All right, shut the fuck up, please. You hating on Drew Brees like Yo, bro, name one player on Michael Vick's team that was LT's level. Go ahead. Okay, um, next. Um, Turner, Ward, Shut up. That was LT's level? Okay, bro. Shut up. You put Michael Turner. (laughs) Ward Dunn couldn't hold a candle to LT in his best day. Next. Um, On and off the field, man. Work done. Oh my God! Stop dick sucking this man's house. Work done. You do great work in the community. (laughs) On the field, you're not Ladainian Thomas on level. (laughs) Next, Um, and I saw Vic beat Brett Favre in Lambeau Field, and I saw Drew Brees miss the playoffs (laughs) year after year. (laughs) So, like Drew Brees, shout out to you. You throw for five hundred yards, like you're picking up candy on Halloween. But let's not misconstrue the fact that. It's mostly because you're in this this um not only the system but in the league where you can't do anything to anybody he's, while you're he's throwing passes. Three quarterbacks to beat every team in the league. I'm I don't give a fuck. That means nothing to me. It does. You know the other two are. How you gonna tell what it means to me? What <laughs> 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 like girl with a nice ass? You be like, oh, she got a nice ass. I bet you fuck. No, I wouldn't. You lying? How you gonna tell me what I'd smash? Like, <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> what the fuck is that? So like, yo. Drew Brees, shout out to you, man. You're definitely a Hall of Famer. But, like, you're just not on that elite. Like, when I think of elite quarterbacks, I don't put you there. Like, when I, when I think of, like, the greatest players I've seen in that position, whether through, like, NFL films or, like, actually playing, I don't put you there. I do. But you're, not, you're not Dan Marino. You're not Peyton Manning. You're not Tom Brady. You're not Joe Montana. Like... He's not in that upper echelon. Like you're really good. He's you're better good. than Eli Manning. A lot of people are better than Eli Manning. <laughs> you got two Super Bowls. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> like Drew Brees, like fam, you got one Super Bowl against a guy. Like, like, like let's let's call he, a spade a spade. Manning, let's know. call a spade a spade. Um, Peyton lucked into his Super Bowl when he he got to play Rex Grossman. <laughs> And then the next one he won, the defense gave him that. Because every time it was his turn to make a play, he threw the ball away. 
literally every second of that Super Bowl that it was like, oh shit, Peyton has to make a throw, except for that one third down that he threw it to Emmanuel Sanders, I think. Other than that play, it was literally like, oh shit, third and five, Peyton back to throw, incompletion, pick. What the fuck is this guy doing? The defense was like, yo, just get off the field, please, let us get back on the field. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it wasn't for Cam folding, <laughs> Peyton don't retire on top. <laughs> You know what? You disrespecting my man Peyton. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I do. You don't see you don't see Tom Brady acting like that. Even in that Super Bowl loss, he set the record for passing yards. You, in that Super Bowl win, Peyton was atrocious. <laughs> so, I'm just mad because the the me we we really didn't get to live out the extent of Brady's head on the ground with Martin Luther King laughing as Robert Alfred is high stepping. Down the, like that was a moment, bro. I told y'all that the Patriots was gonna win the game, bro. I was so ready to call you, I've, and just clown you. But it's okay. I had the reverse tweet on them, like, like you know how like you were like, oh man, my dad's jinxing the skins. Sometimes you gotta reverse tweet something so that you can bring what you really want to happen. Like I tweeted, ain't no way the Falcons blow this game, knowing damn well in my head I'm literally saying at twenty to three, I want the Falcons to blow this game. So I so I put that energy in the air to mix up the universe's mind, and we saw what happened. Number five. <laughs> anyway, before we 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 switch to um, basketball, I want to give a quick shout out to the World Series between the uh, Boston Red Sox and Ooh, the Los Dodgers. Next topic. I do shout out my man Manny Machado. You my guy for life. I hope you bring one. You know what I'm saying. The fuck you like him for? He do shit for your team. He did. Orioles been trash for ten years, bro. Shut up. We made the playoffs twice. Oh my gosh, you made a wild card playoff and got hit out the playoffs. Please shut up. Okay, that was a dark moment in my life. Other than that, we had made the playoffs before. You ever see? You ever see your um? That that when they hit that homer, that was the equivalent of Steph going when he was playing against the Thunder. And he hit that like sixty footer. Like the moment he went and shot that, I said, "Oh, it's going in." Like there was no doubt in my mind that it wasn't going to switch. When that uh, nigga stepped up to the plate and to- hit that bat, I mean, he hit the ball. I said, "Oh, you when know where that's going." That sound, <laughs> that sound does not come off a of bat that often. The moment you heard it, it was a rap. It wasn't like, "Oh, that's a little." Helen Keller could have heard that and was like, "Fam, you lost." <laughs> But we've made the playoffs a couple of times in the last few years. we just been trash, and they blew up our whole team, where everyone who they blew up was on other teams. Like Nick Marquez was with the Braves, along Oriole. Machado had to go. He's in the World Series. You know, I want him to prosper, man. Hey, you leave my team, fuck you. <laughs> it wasn't I followed the Soriano. I remember you. Fuck you. It wasn't willingly like we... They did what's best for business. It was sad. They did what they did. They did. Shout out Machado, man. That's I don't have to me. like business. Machado. Okay, you can rep them all you want, man. I don't make the Warriors any better. You right. That's still my <laughs> so, dog. anyway, next. Shout out basketball Wizards. Yo, before the Wizards, did you see any of the Piston game? Pistons and, um... Oh, did this happen? Yeah. With Blake scoring 50? Yeah, I saw saw Blake get blocked by Embiid. It's so wild. Like, Blake don't have the athleticism to bang on cats no more, bruh. That's kind of How? What do you mean, how? 
Like, what do you, what makes you think he can't dunk the ball? I didn't say he can't dunk it, but the level of what we were seeing, like the ferocity. Okay, bro. he can't put his arm in the net like Vince Carter anymore. That's so sad, bro. <laughs> how long Vince? How, how long he been in the league? Ten years almost. Uh, yeah, probably his tenth season. Yeah. Like, um, why do you think he's gonna be doing that ten years into the league? I'm just saying them injuries, man. That's and he's got saying. injured damn near every year. So that's what I'm can't. saying. It's sad, bro. That's, it's that's not all. sad. He just dropped 50 points. Excuse me for not setting a tear for this man. No, nah, I mean, it was a great game. I was like, oh, look at this. You know? So hey, you Blake, can man. drop 50 points in the, in, in the league. I don't feel sorry for you. I don't oh, think your athleticism has been stripped away. So... Salute to the Wizards. We, we're finally in the win column. All right. First of all, let's just speak quite frankly here, okay? Okay. Damian Lillard, shut the fuck up. Yo, every time I see you, you make me mad because you're <laughs> a whiny little fuck, yo. Like, all you do is, oh, my gosh, show me love, please. Like, you ain't a three-time All-NBA. Like, dog, like, the way that he was campaigning for being in the All-Star game and shit, like, and, like, an All-NBA, like, you would think he never got these honors. He, like, dude, shut the fuck up. And now you show up in there with, like, a Stone Cold, man. I've seen you with that shit. Stone Cold's my favorite wrestler, by the way. You come out there thinking you all that. You went home with an L. Fuck out of here, man. Dame time. When Dame time, when the Pelicans were sweeping your ass off the floor without the Marcus Cousins. Nigga hit one three against an overrated Rockets team. <laughs> and y'all was y'all been so sucking that team was all right, bro. Had Harden and Dwight, bro. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> dude. Like yo, I don't really need. I don't need this anymore, yo. <laughs> you know when the black people like get fed up, it's like I don't need this anymore. Like, I don't need this, yo. Like, why do you keep doing this? <laughs> like I said, so shout out to the Wizards, man. Yeah. Um, first of all, front office, you guys are still dumb as shit. Why is Otto Porter still on my team? I mean, that game was really won by Ubre and uh, Keith. So, you know. Which makes me revisit my question again. Why is Otto Porter still on my team? I don't know. Why do we pay him all that money? I'm going to punch Ernie Grove fell in my throat. Anyway, like, dude, bro, like, I just looked at this dude's stats. Six for 16, 0 for 4 from the three line. What the fuck do you do with your life, Otto? Do you just wake up and just say how I'm going to screw this team over? And Mahimi, fam, every time I see you on the court, you fouling somebody. Like, damn, bro, did you not learn how to play basketball ever? He did in China. <laughs> yeah, clearly not. Well, you see how people play in China. You got fifty-year-old Stephon Marbury giving them thirty a night. <laughs> like, if you, if you like, I don't want to sound like racist, but like, if you Chinese and you tell me you play ball or like you played in the China league, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I saw like I saw. Michael Beasley dropped 60 points in the All-Star game. And you know, like, the rule is, I think, is, like, you can't start in the All-Star game if you're, like, if you're an American player. I didn't know that. I think that's the rule. Either way, I think he came off the bench and dropped, like, 60. So, <laughs> yeah, guys, I never want to hear you guys. I don't care. Like, really. 
Oh, y'all. Yeah. That goes for the Filipino league that Manny Pacquiao plays in, too. Because <laughs> you let that bum ass. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao, if we ever fought, you'd beat my ass. But if we ever played basketball, I'd kill you. You want a cookie for that? No, because his shot's so ugly. But I'm just letting you know that they're letting these guys, this guy play over there. At least it's better than Travis Scott's and Tory Lanez. First of all, Tory Lanez would give Manny Pacquiao buckets. <laughs> That's a random basketball matchup. <laughs> Tory Lanez look like he do crack on the court. <laughs> <laughs> like before he shoot, he shoot up. <laughs> Yo, Tory Lanez, you are your form is scary. Like I get back pains looking at you shoot. <laughs> Who told him his shot was legal? (laughs) Between him and Travis, I don't know, man. Nah, Travis shot. They just let anybody pick up a basketball, man. (laughs) Travis Scott, yo. I feel like every time you shoot, someone should do that ad lib when he fell on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, boy, that was a whore. And then he'd be mad hype. Like, like, dog. <laughs> well, since we talking about Travis, man, we gotta talk about his team, man. The Rockets, man. Rockets and Lakers. One, I didn't see the game. I had work, so I, I saw the up. game. I, I know I saw your tweets, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you from someone who didn't see the game. So I woke up. I'm like, Rondo's trending. Yo, him and Chris Paul fought? Yo! And you see Harden gets the little and one or whatever. Brandon Ingram just shoves him. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I haven't seen that happen since, like, one time, like, Ellie was turned and he pushed Jared off. Like, I was like, yo, like, wait. <laughs> That didn't look like he'll push somebody just like and not care. Just like throws him halfway across the room. Harden grab him. I'm like, all right. Harden just is like, screw it. Ingram gets ejected, so he's like, all right, man, whatever. And then Chris Paul and Rondo going at it. And mind you, if you you follow the league, you know they never really liked each other. Mm-hmm. And they talking, and then you you see like Chris Paul just stick his finger. In, in Rondo face last time I seen that when crowded it at the wall and I'm like alright you do that I gotta steal off on you yeah. and he get hit with it then Chris Paul get hit with a two piece combo but Chris Paul ducks and then gets Rondo with a two piece and then Ingram comes flying out of nowhere Bing. Ingram hit, hit them niggas with the Jarrell the reach <laughs> he came in and threw a punch from 10 feet away that shit reminded me of when Melo hit old dude on the oh, um, Jerry Jeffries. He stole on him and then ran he halfway across the him, court. Yo, he. But that punch was hard though, because you could hear like on the monitors, like little mics on the court. Oh, I was like, oh, he caught him, and then he ran. I was like, oh, he caught him and ran. I've never seen. I never seen a dude hit someone that hard and run. <laughs> yo, like bow with Jared Jared Jeffries. Through all that nigga three up. people trying to get mellow, bruh. Yo, did you see him? He was, did he choke the nigga up? Like, like there's a picture of them choking, like, nigga, dog. The grip on this dude's neck, bro. <laughs> like, that was crazy. My thing was, and then to actually later see the spit, I'm like, Ronda. Yeah, like, 
for me, I always tell people, like, my whole life, like, spitting is one of them things where it's, like, it's just nasty to me. Like, if you throw up near me, I'm going to throw up. Just because, like, that, just any type of, like, fluid leaving your mouth is nasty to me. So if you ever spit on me, I'd kill you. I'm like, that's how drive-bys happen. It's like, yo, he spit on me. Word. Drive-by. If you spit on me, I'm not getting in a car. My hands are going around your throat, and you will never spit anywhere again. <laughs> I guarantee it. We don't spit on violence. me. I do spit on me. <laughs> You'll see the Lord. Like, oh, happy day. <laughs> oh yeah, for me. <laughs> like that. So like when Jesus I, <laughs> I seen it. So I see the thing happen. Like I see the little scuff because I, I watch the game in real time. So I see that the Ingram joint. He pushes them. I was like, okay, cool. I like that little testy. You know, it's good. Then the fight breaks. I'm going, oh, shit, they're fighting. Who's fighting? And I see them two fighting. I'm like, oh, man, this is funny. Because, like, I think the um, the feud really began when Rondo got a ring. Yeah. And then, like, they started Harold. And then it was that transition period where, like, Garnett knee got injured. Mm-hmm. Pierce was slowing down. Ray Allen was becoming more of a spot-up shooter, so everybody was anointing Rondo the next, you know, point guard. Like, he's leading that team. And then, like, even though Chris Paul was clearly better and leading a way worse team, but he just didn't – he didn't have the accolade. Like, he didn't get that ring yet. So, like, Rondo, that was Rondo's ace in the hole. Like, oh, yeah, you you score more than me. You can shoot the ball. But guess what? I want a ring. And, like, I think that started the feud. Like, that just – made the, the relationship sour. Not that they had a good one before, but like that just started the snowball effect. And and the only thing that really this is the one that really got me. I can admit I'm a former LeBron hater. Twenty sixteen, once they won, I saw the light, it was like, alright, I can't at this point it would be hating if I continue this path. It was hating when he did it before guys. We lost them threes in a row in the playoffs. I had a right to hate them. Um, You're right. I say all this to say, you know, LeBron grabs Chris Paul, and him and Chris Paul are walking and talking, and Chris Paul telling LeBron, like, yo, you spit on me, blah, blah, blah. And people on Twitter was like, yo, I lost a respectful LeBron. He didn't defend his teammates. Why are you walking with Chris Paul? That's not even your teammate, man. I'm like, we really dying on this hill? The man's the godfather of his kid, yo. Yo, Somebody, Chris Paul's his man's, yo. I think, yeah, so I think Dragonfly Jones, I think I, we shot him out every podcast because <laughs> he has, like, really timely tweets. He was like, yo, fam, LeBron's whole thing has been, I'm not going to blindly find a team, follow a team, and you want it. And you expected him to turn on his friend, one of his best friends for, like, 13 years or so? Right, like, I'm like, yo, we really hating on over like, a team that he just got with this off. Like, my like, thing is, there's a lot do? of reasons to hate LeBron, and I would know as a former LeBron hater, this is not one of them, yo. Dude, like, if you I, get I, on I a banana boat with any man, he is closer than any other teammate you've ever had. I, I cannot, I can't, I can't stand on that. And they was like, yo, LeBron lost the team already. I was like, fam. Um, when he drops 40 points, I'm sure they'll be right back in line. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the next game, you know, LeBron did what he did to, you know, take him to overtime, but them free throws, I'm like, yep. Yeah. Classic LeBron um, fashion. Like I said, people be like, oh, he choked. I don't think LeBron choked. 
I mean, he's just, he's just not a good free throw shooter. For whatever reason, this guy is one of the most cerebral basketball players you've ever seen, and he's I think I think he's the best basketball player of all time. I'm not saying greatest because that's more accurately based, but I think he's the best. In a vacuum, any player, any generation, you put them in, I think LeBron's a better player than them. So do you think, like, with this argument that, like, Randy Moss is a better player than Jerry Rice, but Jerry Rice is greater? You can't, you can't, um, <laughs> you can't do the same thing in football. And I'm not even just saying that because it's Jerry Rice. I say that because it's 11 people on the offense. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like, we'll, it's, it's, we'll, we'll have that debate later. I just wanted to see how far you yeah, to take it. Your impact, the way you can impose your will on the game is different in football and basketball. But yeah, like, so like, I think LeBron James is the best player of all time. But for some reason, he's never been able to just shoot free throws. And the the sad thing is, is LeBron James doesn't like. It's different when Shaq misses free throws because your whole front court is fouled out the game trying to foul Shaq. You know what I'm saying? You want to hack a Shaq, Shaq, cool. You, now you're down two centers and a power forward. <laughs> like, with LeBron, you can, he's a wing player. You can foul him with 25 different players, fam. You know what I'm saying? No, and you're like, right. 100%. When you, get, when you get to the joint, like, when you have the ball, like, imagine if Jordan, like, imagine if Jordan didn't, like couldn't shoot free throws like when Shaq couldn't shoot free throws like well obviously Shaq just didn't shoot free throws his whole career like greatly but like if Kobe had the ball in his hand and especially with the new rules and things like you can't foul Shaq off the ball so like unless Shaq touches the ball and that crunch time that him not being able to hit free throws isn't that bad LeBron James is going to have the ball the moment the ball is passed in He's going to be standing there with the ball. He's going to drive in the hole with the ball. Like, he's going to have the ball in his hand the vast majority of any clutch situations. And for a guy who just can't knock down free throws consistently, like, that's a really bad thing. So, like, it shows. Like I said, they got growing pains. But, like, Lonzo's hitting shots like I told people he could. And he would. Like, I don't t- like, like it's going to be fine, man. Like I told people, Lonzo can shoot. Like Lonzo, like you don't like Lonzo shot like down there forty percent from the three line in college. Yeah, no, Lonzo's gonna be fine. He just you don't get into lose that, that. And then Kuzma's a, like they have pieces. They just gotta develop. And yeah, LeBron like, developing them. Like when LeBron's gone, you'll see his blueprint on how good the Lakers are gonna be because of them playing with LeBron. I'm gonna tell you the adverse effect of it though. LeBron James is so great that none of his teammates develop all around games. I think and, no, and that's fair. But I think this Lakers team will be the first of its kind in, in the LeBron era, like for his regime. Well, it's also because they also have a lot of high draft picks that kind of are going to just grade out that way anyway. Like, the, generally speaking, like, Brandon was supposed to develop into a complete player. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, like, when you, when you look at every team, like, Mo Williams didn't get any better with LeBron. He wasn't good he to just, begin with. He, he just got open game. looks. That's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't improve his game. He just got open looks. Um, same thing with, like, a Booby Gibson. Or you go to Miami, you see, like, Ray Allen didn't revitalize, revitalize his career. Um, but you knew that. Chris, Chris, I was gonna say Chris Brown. Chris Boss didn't get any better when he was with LeBron. 
He just, oh, shooting threes is what I need to do? Okay, cool. This is what I'm going to do. Like, certain things, certain things, aspects of your game, you get better at. But most of the time, you suffer on defense because for so many years, LeBron James has been the greatest free safety in the NBA. Like, when you got a guy that can clean up so many of your messes, oh, you have a point guard that can't really dribble the ball a lot, like, that, that, that can't pass the ball. Okay, just have LeBron. He can pass it to anybody he needs to. Oh, you got fucking, like, you had, Irvin wasn't a playmaker. Chalmers wasn't a point guard at all. Like, he was just a small 3-and-D shooting guard, pretty much. Oh, got LeBron on the team. You don't need him to hold the ball. Like, I think this Lakers team has, you know, like you said, has the potential to be the better team, one of the better teams he's been on. But in the same breath, because I think, especially in clutch times and playoff times, LeBron James is going to step up on defense. And either it's up to them to embrace it and, like, join them or be like, oh, well, you know, we got LeBron, so I don't really need to play defense. And you see it, and we've seen it both ways. We see it, and with the same players, like you've seen, like J.R. Smith locking on defense on the Cavs, like at certain parts of the war of them playing the war, you can see him just like playing really hard defense on like Clay Thompson or something, right? And in the same breath, you can also see other players. You see J.R. Smith not playing defense hard on somebody just because he knows LeBron's going to get a block or LeBron's going to scare them enough so that. They don't even go that certain way. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I so agree. teammates get complacent when they have LeBron James on the court. Like, so like I said, I think Lakes will be fine. The fight was exciting. They got suspensions. Um, I approved the suspensions. I didn't think the fight was that bad. Like, it's not like it wasn't Malice in the Palace. I mean, we're like, never going to get that again. Thank goodness, man. That was that was like I really thought all of black people were gonna get lynched because of that. <laughs> like imagine, that. like imagine seeing, like just think about it. White people are scared of regular of black people my size. They shoot us and then my size. I'm not scared of anybody my size. <laughs> You're not big enough for me to be scared of. You're not saying you can't beat my ass or something. Floyd Mayweather isn't that like Floyd Mayweather's like my size. He weighs less than me, and I'm sure, very sure, if we fought, he'd beat my ass. But I'm yeah. not scared of him. You know what I'm saying? If I see him, I'm not like, oh shit, I'm afraid. Like you're still five six, five eight, bro. You're not scaring me. But yeah, if you see dudes bigger than Cam like, Newton, you man. six five, you six eight, two hundred twenty pounds jumping <laughs> into the stands, punching people. You don't get the fuck out of here, bro. That fight happened, and like the funniest thing, everybody talks about Artest jumping the crowd, and everybody talks about how Steven Jackson was beating everybody and anybody's ass that was near him that didn't have a Pacers jersey on. The thing I always take away from it was 10 minutes after the initial melee, Jermaine O'Neal ass was still in the crowd. <laughs> like Just knocking your the, the players were going into the tunnel for like five minutes had passed, and they're still trying to get him out the stands. Like, this nigga was too deep. Wow. <laughs> I just he never get youngest slid into the fan with the driver punch, bruh. I've never <laughs> seen that like it. <laughs> Fam, yo, nah. They that nigga, a documentary on that Steven one, Jackson man. hopped over a roll of seats like you hop into a convertible. <laughs> I knew he was a different nigga then. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yo, Steven Jackson, like, I've always been a fan of Steven Jackson, man. 
Like that just made me even bigger. <laughs> I was like, man, I really want him and Zach Randolph on the same team right now. <laughs> I bet you would see. Like, man, I told him, I said, you really, you really, you really want to see the Lakers beat TTG? Trade Lonzo for Wall. <laughs> Everybody's getting the ass beat. Sports Center will become fight night. I mean, I'm with it. You want people to hate each other. Not the ones that's like, I don't want the lovey dovey stuff. Shout out to Drake. <laughs> the fact you knew. I beat you to it. <laughs> I saw the lob and I just smacked it out of bounds. I'm like, no, no, too late. <laughs> it's like when you intentionally foul someone, like, they get 33 and they got 31, they go for an easy layup, you just hug them. No, no, take that shit back. <laughs> Don't care. Like the time where I was about to hit another game winner and Phil just tackled me, it was like, nope. <laughs> real niggas do real things. I guess. <laughs> that's still mad. <laughs> I mean, I hit one on them and y'all were there to witness it, so that's what I, I wasn't there. You were what? You, you hit there. a game winner on Phil and I was there. Yes, everyone was there. We were playing at Bennett. We all were there, Rob. Five on five. I was on Kyrie. Kyrie hit the outlet lob. He threw it out the top of the key and hit a three in his face. I don't know if I was there. You that must there, have been before Rob. I got to the team, bro. No, it was when you were at the team. We were oh, over there, bro. All I remember is Tony Parker flowing over your head. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I hit, I hit, I hit. So the story gets more epic the more I tell it, guys. Yeah, um, that note, I, we're going to switch subjects. Hold on, guys. No, no, no. I hit him no. with the sham god. And then. <laughs> we're supposed to have, did this in an hour. It's, the hour's almost up. And we still got to talk music. I told you we was going to take, we was, was going to talk about the skin game in, for a while. I told you what it was. Y'all thought I was lying. No, I disagree to things and continue to fuck up things. <laughs> What? I told you. Uh, what music we need to talk about? Well, Cardi B just dropped the new song and, and Rob. Back, 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 and then up. Oh, that's not no, it, right? That's not it. That oh, song okay. is heat. The money nah, record. That is, performance is heat, yo. Shout out to Cardi. She can get that happy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, the performance was. So you telling me you want to eat Cardi B, then? What? This is not who we're going to right now. I'm asking a real question. We, we, we friends. Answer the question. I have no. If Cardi B was in your bed and said, yo, we, we smashing, but you gotta eat the ass. What would you do? That silence told me all I need to know, guys. <laughs> But yeah, her new song, Money, I'm, I'm just... Hi, Tyrone, the scammer. <laughs> you gonna hit me with a double on top you like that, yo? Don't, don't ask me how. <laughs> yo! Oh, shit, that was fire. <laughs> but, um, so, no, I like the record. It's, it's, and it reminds me of, like... Bartier Cardi, whereas like it's cool, it's not trash, but it's not like that no, shit was hard it. when I listened to the drink. When I listened to Bartier Cardi, when I listened to the album, but as a single, 
Um, I mean, it's understand though. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I'm already getting to the death. But I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say like it's just like a smash standout drink. But it's a good song. Like if it comes on in the party, I definitely like do it. Yeah, like it, it's something like it's cool in the party. But I'm not like, oh yeah, this the one, bro. Yeah, no. I, like I said, I play Cardi B like during the regular day. So I'm not gonna play this song during the regular day. Like I said, if I listen to the party, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope. But like I'm not. I'm not playing it. Like, it up. I heard. I'm that. playing that everywhere. Like, that's the one. Like that's a hit. This record is like it's cool. And then, did you listen to any of the albums that dropped over the weekend? Well, I listened to the Summer Walker joint. What'd you think of that, bro? What'd you think of that? What'd you think of that? You don't know this is bleak. Oh. The first track had that um annoying chick on um No the first skit, not the, the first, first skit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. First of all guys, when you do your little skit shit and you just like transfer like you just like you, you fade into the skit, like yo, this is just one song, okay? I don't care if you broke it up into two tracks. <laughs> like it's not it's Why can't same we just shit have proper sequence that Tory Lanez did. Like they had like four they're like, Oh, he's on a twenty six song album it's like yeah because 14 of them were skits that's because spotify split it up like if you had the album regularly you would have had it where it was all in one song um but yeah um of course you know the girls need love during everybody knows that that. in the girls need love was hard though chick chick is out there singing hey like okay girl suck some dick and like it's fuck up the time (laughs) you know i hate like i hate when chicks be tweeting like yeah i need some dick or something like i want to have sex like you're you're a woman like it's very easy for you to have <laughs> go get some and stop tweeting. Yo, it's so wild. That reminds me of a story where like this girl was she was posting so many like not it wasn't even thirst traps, just like she was sending the SOS signal like someone was gonna save her. And then one of my friends saved her. And yeah, I got that call at three in the morning. But that's a that just that reminds me. Was it good? Like was he like, yo, that shit was fire? Nah, it was like, yo, you up? I'm like, dude, it's three in the morning. You won't believe who I just smashed. Was she bad? And then I hear who it was. I was like, word? (laughs) Then I'm wide awake. Yo, you Is that a good word? Oh, so so she was bad. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she cute. Okay, cool. You know, like, the world don't think that a girl's bad when I say, yo, how she looking? He go, uh, she's straight. (laughs) The moment he said that, I was like, all right, I'm not fucking her. (laughs) <laughs> and that's kind of rude but like I'm just saying this is the context clue that you gotta get from Jarrell nah but no 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 she, she's cute but that's anyway it went from like it's like hello yo you won't believe what I just smashed bro for real dog like and then he said the name for real like now nah, I don't know like, how like people be calling people after they have sex with a girl like the last thing I'm thinking about is Jarrell Leaper after I have sex with a girl <laughs> Like, like what you know what I'm thinking about after having sex with the girl having sex with her again <laughs> like when are we gonna do this activity again nah you gotta call you excited man you gotta call the homies like oh yeah I am excited <laughs> for her <laughs> what <laughs> like at no point in the bedroom is a man coming into my thoughts I mean we not calling 
we not calling like while she there. We calling like when she gone. Yeah, I know. Jarrell called you right after. Yes, yeah, son, I lost my virginity. Yo, Jarrell, get off of my phone, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what happened. <laughs> she Jarell, was gone. <laughs> Jarrell called me. He was like, she took it. I was like, what? Alright, Rob, you really lying for our she, uh, he was like, <laughs> it's like, she has it now. I was like, yo, bro, like, did you get robbed, bro? He like, why are you lying? I'm not a virgin anymore. I said, yo, Jarrell, get off my phone. I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> you really lying? My girl listens to our podcast, bro. She would be like, that's what happened? No. First of all, like, I lied so much on Twitter about something. Like, she should be used to it. <laughs> like I said, I tweeted, I said, yo, I'm so glad that Jarrell Girl don't believe anything I say. Because he would be single. <laughs> Facts. But, like, yeah, like, I don't even think I called anybody when I lost my virginity. Drug shoulders. I can't yeah, no, say. I, I definitely didn't. No, because I was 14 and it was still that. Hey, like you don't know who you should who you should be telling that you're having sex. Yeah. <laughs> like one, my brother, one of my brothers wasn't smashing hoes. Okay, well I see. I don't mean hoes, guys. Sorry, but like one of my brothers wasn't smashing at the time. I'm not talking about sex with my sister. Especially at that time. I do now, but she's not having sex. But, like, I just like to, like, just reach around, I guess. <laughs> this is my sister. That's what you do when you have a sister. You're right with it now. I don't have a sister, so yeah, you're exactly. right. I wouldn't have. <laughs> so why you take offense to it, though? I, I like, didn't oh, take offense yeah, at all. Yeah, you're right. Like, that was the most aggressive. Yeah, you're right. Like, damn, I know I'm right. Like, why you tell me that? <laughs> but, like, yeah, oh. Man, my oldest brother, he was like, he's five years older than me. So, like, if I talk about sex with him, like, yeah. So, I had this bad girl. He like, yeah, and the other day, this girl was gargling my nuts while I was getting my ass ate by another. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, so, like, he, he's from the cloth of my dad. My dad once had tried to tell me about that story of him having car sex. So, bro, like, this is so, like, it's zero to 100 with my family at the time. When I lost my virginity, it was like... <laughs> one, on one end, it was like you're not supposed to be having sex, so I couldn't tell everybody. On the other end, it was like they having sex, sex. So I don't want to hear the stories. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so yeah, I busted in this girl's eyes. She couldn't see for a week. What the fuck? What? What? <laughs> that didn't. That's not a real story. But if that happens to you, um, you probably have mesophilia. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the summer walkout. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, her album is one is is really good. Uh, it's twenty eight minutes. It is. It reminds me of like Party Next Door's first album where you. Oh do, gosh! Like, if any time we're talking about R and B, you bring up Party Next Door. <laughs> Shoot me like yo, bro. Party, you fucking suck. Like I don't like that nigga at all. Like I don't think that nigga can sing at all. He's but, talented. Oh my gosh, it's like when people say the word sonically. I just had this conversation with Keith. Like why are people like yo? I don't really like sonically. I don't fuck with that album. Like just say you think it's trash, nigga. <laughs> like stop beating around the bush. Like I think that shit is ass. So yeah, like he's he's talented. I'm sure nah, he is. Party's dope. Like party, dog. Uh, 2013, 2014. Those summers is all I was playing for sure. But I, the reason I say and what was and what was your best school year? Uh, 
In terms of what? It, it, it really depends. Getting, 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 getting joints. Uh, what was that? Twenty summer? I mean, the fall of twenty twelve. And what? When were you playing party? <laughs> After the summer. Okay. okay. <laughs> and you just never revisited that glory time. Okay. Never mind. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to get a time out here, guys. <laughs> Maybe you should just party at your door. Anyway, I say that to say, like, his first album is great, and it was short. So it's one of them things like you knew the potential was there for the next album. Like when you smashing a chick and you and you like, I was about to say something. Yeah, I, I, I was going. We going. It's going a little too real with you guys. <laughs> so it's one of them things <laughs> where I'm like, the potential is there, and you can. You you see she's up next. I'm gonna see her. She opens up for Black, so that's gonna be lit. Uh, yeah, like I said, man. In in this world, in the age we're in, man, we're having rap albums that are too long, way too long, and we're having R&B albums that are way too short. And fam, I don't want 28 minutes of music of R&B music. I need some eh, for for two minutes per track. Okay, like you know, I like Usher. <laughs> Like, you know why I like Usher? Because Usher you would know he had a song, and he'd keep you on that song for another minute. And at first I'd get annoyed, but like now, I realize I took these for granted, okay? Like, a perfect example of that is Superstar. Yo, shut the fuck up, man. Like, why do you say, I'm having perfectly good podcast banter, and you say shit like that. Yo, like, Superstar's getting so much love now. Like, where you was know this why? 10, 15 years because ago? Because it's the, it's the fat, ugly chick that happens to be a six and a half, maybe seven now, and we're so surprised at the development. We're like, damn, she's bad. Like, nah, she's not bad, but where she came from is a hell of an improvement. <laughs> but, but, like, no, like, when, like, popping, like, Chris Brown, yeah. Like he was just adding that extra sauce. Poppin'. I was like, yo, you can't say popping more than twenty days. But you know what? Now I love that. I love that part of the song. So I'm like, yeah, poppin' bitch. Like that really should have got a video, but um, that really doesn't have video. a video. You're right. Uh, Brent Fires, shout out to Crew. Like he really has one of the best. Musical voices like in the game, bro. I had to edit that because Rob was being wild, nah, masculine. We we was talking about something. This dude, yeah, he has like the greatest voice ever. Like it's just like so sensual and sexy, and I'm like, what? What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) So it was weird. Like you ever zone out somebody and you come back in the middle of conversation, now you're creeped out. Yeah, it was one of those. He was like, man, like I feel like. It's a silk sheet, and I could just wrap myself in it, put my head in the pillow. Like that. Tyrone knows. Oh. <laughs> but, like, yeah. <laughs> but, no, like, I was like, bro, like, yo, like. That's like when somebody told me, it's like, yo, you know who got some of the best voices ever? I was like, what? They was like, Fab. I wish I could sound like Fab. And I, I was like, wait, did you just tell me Fabulous has a great voice? <laughs> you don't get your nasty ass on my face. He's like, no, I mean rapping voice. Like, yo, no, it's too late. Too late. <laughs> but yeah, man. Shout out to Brent Fires, man. At least he's not committing suicide. There's that. Did you listen to Khalid's 
EP, his EP was good too. Um, Khaled got another one. Khalid. <laughs> some say Khaled, some I say Khalid. <laughs> his name no. is really Khalid Khaled, for the record. I thought it was oh. Khaled Khaled. <laughs> when I, I remember, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and I was like, "Who the fuck named this dude?" <laughs> Oh. Like, you know how confident you gotta be in your name that you use it twice. <laughs> you like, yo, this is the one, the one. <laughs> they get bumped into the table and it skipped. <laughs> yeah, that reminded me of the Dave Chappelle skip. And if this, if you hit the table one time, the record might skip. <laughs> skip. <laughs> I told, told you. you. Oh, hey. <laughs> Like, man, this nigga's name is really, <laughs> yo, it's really Khaled Khaled, yo. That is crazy. Mama Khaled, what was you on? <laughs> Actually, it was probably his dad's idea just because the culture. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know. All right, so I got to get Rob his little tweet on. So one of the best albums of this year was K.O.D. And over the weekend, we heard an album that completely undid the entire message of K.O.D. Oh, you you oh, you mean like the response album, the diss tracks he was dropping? His future and Juice World dropped the collab album called World on Drugs. World on Drugs. I knew you were going at it with that too. Mm, you know, I actually that like DMV artists. Bad. But I've, I don't know if I've ever heard that much drug usage on one album. Oh, so now you draw the line? Not when he's been crying for help for the last five years. <laughs> oh, now you draw the line? It's, it's a little it's too much Zans. That's what made it different. First of all, every album is Future and Friends. <laughs> Not necessarily. Future His friends are the drugs. Whoa, <laughs> like and as much as I look like, if you... Beast Mode 2, Hate the Real Me, is one of the saddest songs you'll ever hear, bruh. The man was saying, I get high as I can, get high as I can. Dang, I hate the real me. That is sad, yo. Bam, I feel you. I feel you, Future. Sometimes when I was back in my day and I used to smoke the ganja, I used to get so high. Hey, you mean, never mind, let me not. <laughs> you was a fat. Yo, Drew been snitching all day, yo. Wow. <laughs> the recording conversations and shit. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, if you if you want to listen to the the turn up mumble rap world on drugs, this album. You see how he just tried to like shit on it. First of all, if you want to listen to good party music, this is the album. Astronauts, dope. Afterlife, Afterlife crazy. Yeah, Ain't living good. right was good. Transformer, fire. That's the drum with Nikki. Yeah, no, I liked I it. Wasn't fire. I liked it. I liked it. Did it. That one. And um Nikki took some cardio shots, even though cardio put that foot in that ass. But child, I, I I like when people they scared of the smoke, even if they're gonna lose. <laughs> but and um hard work pays off is crazy. That that was dope. That, that is that cr- was dope. That is is on the level of is like the baby version of um the Wayne outro. Yeah, hard work pays off is really dope. That might be my favorite. 
Shout out Jabril My favorite album Outside of Summer Walker This weekend Shout out my man Lil Mosey bruh Lil Mosey North's best Shout out Seattle That album goes so hard bruh That's my youngin And I'm saying Lil Mosey North's best Lil Mosey man Like Oh that's the album name Yeah North best Oh I thought you were saying He was the best in the North no Like from know. Seattle And I was like Who the fuck else is from there <laughs> What And Rod hasn't heard it I want him to Like the intro like Logic saying he's, he's the best rapper From yeah. Gaithersburg So the fuck what You and who's, who's your competition You and your cousin Rob I know Rob Rob's gonna like I think Rob's actually gonna like Some of the songs But there's one song I know he's not gonna like And I don't wanna spoil it for him You ain't know me that much Cause you told me The two best You told me the records You thought was the two best On my Usher album And I thought them shits Was trash <laughs> Them records is fired That's Usher never worked With that nigga again Stay away I, I, I said he should never Work with Zaytoven again But Zaytoven Stay away from every artist I like please Go back to Gucci Go listen to Lil Mosey. There's one song I know. I, I just know I'm like, yeah, Rob gonna be like, what the fuck is this? Like, I can, I can see that happening. But um, nah, it's a dope album. 11 tracks, all fire. If you got a, a dope system in the whip, press play, turn your speakers up, and you gonna knock. So yeah, that's one of my favorite things. And uh, lastly, on a on a revisionist tip. It's been six years since Good Kid, Mad City came out. Uh, any memories? I mean, it took you years for you to admit it was a classic. Lord Jesus. Um, anything you want to speak about on the album? Or Okay, first of all, I'm going to say this. Like I said back then, excuse me for not swallowing dick like you guys did. All you fuckers. I don't believe in that. All of you fuckers online was swallowing mad penis the moment that album dropped. Oh my gosh, all you little blog boys and little people are there. Oh my gosh, it's the greatest album ever. It's the greatest album we ever heard in so long. Like, my beautiful thoughts of the fans, it didn't come out like two years before, and it's clearly a better album. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, shout out to Kendrick, because that's it's a crazy album. It's a classic. Six years later, Bitch don't care vibe is still crazy. Money trees, he still got washed by J Rock. I knew um, don't my vibe was the one, the first snippet I heard, bro. Congrats. I want my cookie, please. Like I that actually was, got him downstairs. So, like, did you order those? <laughs> no, we made those, you bum. <laughs> With what kitchen? The pristine one that's, ne- that's never been used. <laughs> Yo, Darrell's kitchen would have an inch of layer of dust if he didn't have people clean it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Nah, my thing is like this, yo. What were we talking about? <laughs> Good kid, Mad City. Oh yeah, I still hate swimming pools. Like the first time I heard that drink, I hated that song. And my brother was one of the only people in. The 21st century at that time that still had ringtones and he had <laughs> swimming pool as a ringtone. Yo, my yeah, brother is a wild nigga. 2012, bro. Fam, he still he still got tech signatures. <laughs> like he a wild nigga. This is not my oldest brother. Shout out to you, big homie. It's my other nigga. You you still got you need help. Yo, I the baby coming out. I love you with a shout out. 
I don't. But the baby on the way too. Shout out to the little baby. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but I hope you have a great birth. And Uncle Bobby, never say that again. Um, <laughs> right. I'm gonna see you when I see you. Shout out to you, man. We gonna have a relationship just I mean, your daddy wildin'. <laughs> but um, shout out to yo, shout out to you, man. All this love. But yeah, um swim shout out to um still to this day I loved um what's that shit called? Um, sing about me. That shit was crazy. And if I, I die like, before oh, you man. I don't drop a hope two 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 and I was like, No First of all uh, this was the beginning of the bullshit ass <laughs> sound effects I used to hear Kenny do. <laughs> like, yo, yo, when um Papoose made his um control response and he was like, your um star, your gun sound like Star Wars. A two, two, two. <laughs> I lost my shit. Yo, I was like, he's not lying. <laughs> Yo, Kendrick, I don't know what blickies you have, but <laughs> them shits come with laser tag. <laughs> Niggas doing flash mobs out the van. <laughs> shits was not hammers, yo. But yeah, man, um, shout out to that album, man. I think that album, that album cemented TDE. And it's the foundations of what TD is now. J-Rock's obviously the godfather of the movement. Shout out to you with the Wayne feature Wild Early. Oh, no, Um, man. That was a, that's huge. But, um, I think TDE was cemented once, once Good Kid Mad City dropped. And it was like, it validated the method to the madness. It was like, oh man, these guys aren't dropping every year. These guys aren't just like flooding the market like other crews were doing. But once he dropped the album, it was like, oh, well, we see why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, for me personally, being at A&T, like, 2011, 2015, um, I tell people, like, freshman year, like, I remember, like, when Cole album, debut album came out, being in North Carolina was a moment, and Wale ambition, but when Drake dropped Take Care, that's all we heard, like, everywhere. Everywhere you went, that's that's all we heard. And that was I'm a freshman year, but I'm a sophomore year was, you know, Good Kid Mad City. I remember um uh like all the success of Section eighty and then the features Kendrick was doing, you knew like something special was brewing. And I remember like going to Hot New Hip Hop, um he was out in San Diego, he was like, Y'all wanna hear some of the album? And he was like, Yeah, he played Don't Kill My Vibe and Backseat Freestyle. When he played Don't Kill My Vibe, he probably played that for like 20 seconds. And I remember I was writing in the comments. I was like, yo, whatever that first song is, it's the best song on the whole album. Like, I knew Don't Kill My Vibe would be it. But everyone was like, yo, Backseat Freestyle, that beat sound crazy, which which it is. And um, I remember, like, it leaked. That's when we had to avoid the leaks. And I hate it, like, when your friend downloaded the leak and they knew you didn't want to hear the leak, but they played it around you anyway. I remember we, <laughs> Keith had the whip. He had the only whip at the time. We was going to get something to eat and go to a party. It's Keith, Ellie, they scooped me up. I get in the car. They was like, yo, man, this new Kendrick fire, bruh. I was like, bruh, I'm not trying to hear that. Man, too late. We gonna play it anyway. I was like, all right. If so, y'all gotta play. Don't kill my vibe. All right. I like that song, and and just riding to it and, and just hearing it, you know. And that whole album, whether it's Sing About Me, Swimming Pools, uh, Mad City, 
um, Compton. Like I, I just remembered the whole experience. And when Kendrick came to uh, Greensboro, it was just one of the moments where I'm like, yo, I'm about to really see Kendrick. And not only people knew the album, so when he did older stuff, people didn't know. And I'm over <laughs> there fanboying out, going crazy. I'm like, I'm the real fan. And I, I predicted he was going to bring out J. Cole. Like, and he brought out Cole. And I, dog, if you were around me then, yeah, I, I was going crazy. But it just reminds me of sophomore year. And like you said earlier, before Party Next Door, Rob, bum. But uh, <laughs> so it was just like I was just living a different life. It's like, man, like that album, I played this album a lot. And it was great. And it still is great. So it's a, it was a great album, man. I did That's, let hip hop die on October twenty second. It's not the greatest thing ever, though. Like y'all was hyping this shit. Like it was because so many of these other artists just couldn't drop classic albums. You guys hyped it. <laughs> Great album, classic album. But guess what, nigga? I got stink on you in Blueprint. I mean, Blueprint, the best album ever, even with the two. Uh-huh. Blueprint, my favorite album ever. Okay, that's a better statement. <laughs> the best album ever. But... Huh? <laughs> Wait, you say something? My favorite album ever. Okay, yeah, sounds okay. That's great, man. Which is the best album ever? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, nah, I mean, would you would you say Illmatic? Yo, chill out, life after death. You gotta calm down, yo. Reasonable doubt. Damn, don't come at your brother. Huh? I'm just talking to these other great albums. Keep static like wool fabric. Do you keep static like wool fabric? No, you don't. You're right. I have no needs. <laughs> Any, oh, last thing, and then we gotta go because we over our limit. I'm gonna edit this and drop it tomorrow. That's what she said. Shaking my head. I don't even know how to take that pause. She said that. She said it. <laughs> Yo, if you ever whip your dick out and a girl say, I don't know how to take that, you both win and lose at life because she's probably not going to fuck you, but at least that moment you can feel good about yourself. This guy. So, last, last topic. Uh, shout out Jada. Jada Pinkett Smith for her show, The Red Table Talk. Man, I thought you were talking about Jada Kiss, and then you was like, shout out to Jada Kiss in her show. I was like, what What Jada do you know that's a female? And then I was like, oh, yeah. So she has a show, Red Table Talk, which is really good. They they get down on the nitty-gritty with relationships, vulnerability. Then they have some really good episodes, like the episode with uh, Gabrielle Union was dope. Tiffany Haddish was dope. There's a lot of like dope episodes. <laughs> what did Tiffany Haddish talk about? Uh, like her life and whatever it was, it was loud. You right? Not <laughs> <laughs> the Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> but, but Keep getting episode, them checks. You know, there's a Will Smith man, the the Smith family, and they finally get to go and uncover like all the rumors and stuff. So for us to kind of hear that. Same thing I told you with the whole LeBron 2011. I never thought we would hear them publicly say it because of how private they are. But man, like, I, like everyone, they go through it. They, they've think, been through it. Um, it's just wild. Like, I guess something is fate. 
how he knew he knew that Jada was the one for him and then he's like bad I'm about to go meet Jada I get to the set yo who is that with that girl and that girl ends up being my first wife that's crazy bro I believe in magnetism like I think that we all know I'm not saying that you like everybody has like divine interventions and things like that but I think all of us know that when we click with somebody on a special level and not just like of the opposite sex in a relationship like he was talking about how him and he knew him and Jazzy Jeff would make magic him and Alfonso Carlton, you know, would make had great chemistry. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's how I am with like this I think everybody has that. I don't think it's like I mean I think some people's radar are better than others, but to a certain extent you know when things just align right. You know what I'm saying? Like and it's not even just like people who are just like you. Like pause, like me and you. Like yeah, I no, know I where that. I was like, yo, to be real, she was like, name an example. I'm like, I met Rob. I seen him, but when we finally like talked on the way to us trying to get our, our IDs, I was like, yeah. I knew that was gonna be my homie. Like, and it's like, and it's like, like I said, like he's from U five. I'm from Kentland. Like, well, I'm from Cap Heights, but you know, living in Kentland. Like, we not quote unquote growing up the same. But like that don't matter. Like certain people just like you said, just have that connection, that chemistry. Like you just know that your personalities and what you guys, you know, are just who you guys are meshes well. So like there's certain people like you just have that, like you just have that that that, that magnetism. Like maybe talking to a person who doesn't talk to a lot of people, and something told me, man, I should keep in touch with this guy. Like out of all the people I've met in this one year, flowers. All the women I met, all the homies I met, all the people like these homies I got in the fights with, not like fighting them, but like fighting for them. You know what I'm saying? There's people like I've done like more physical, putting more physical work for them than I have towards you. But I'm not like I was impressed to be like, yo, I should keep talking to them. You know? Right. But I was like, man, this dude, like you just you know, you know. Like even people we deny it so often. But like I think, but you know, but you you do know. So Charlotte, like that was definitely a um, great episode. That's part one. They got part two coming out with next week. Yeah, it's like next week. That's gonna be crazy. So like that's it, man. Like shout out to that. Um, like I said, like they said in the interview, like I don't think the Smiths was necessarily like they weren't secretive. Like they just wasn't out there. Like hey guys, I fuck other girls other than my wife. Like who, who like like I don't think like they was making conscious efforts to be like, yo, I just never want to tell anybody about us. It was like it's just not your business. It's not like certain things you don't have in everyday conversations. Like I'm not hiding the fact like people don't people to this day don't know that my mom died. There's a lot of people who I know who I've known for years that don't know that. It's not something I just lead with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. No, that's like, that's for that's fair. But it's like but it's not, I'm not hiding it either. It's like someone's asking me, like, how's your mom? I'll tell them straight up. She's dead, you know? But like, you know what I'm saying? It's not being secretive. It's just like, I just, you don't know say it. So like, yeah, they, it's always been, there's been rumors of, you know, trouble and quote unquote paradise, but they're not about to come out there and confirm it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, who would do that? <laughs> Imagine if you had Jada Pinkett Smith <laughs> and you guys are going through something. You're going to tell the world, yeah, we're going through something. This is a bullseye. 
everybody already wants Jada <laughs> to a certain extent. Like the vast majority of people would. Nah, I mean, no, <laughs> would holler at Jada if, if they had a chance. <laughs> like. So yeah, like so that was a great episode, man. Shout out to Willow Smith too, because I just want her to say "damn," like on some of my songs. <laughs> she said, "She said damn like twenty times." That interview, and I think, and that's, and sometimes it's like that. Where, like when your parents have a conversation like that, and even like, like I said, like when my dad was having certain conversations around me, I'm like, all I said in my head because I'm cussing around my dad, but I'm like, damn, like that's real. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, Willow, I'm dropping the uh, mixtape very soon. The first one ain't gonna be that crazy, but the second one is gonna be a lot of original music, and I need you to say damn on a lot of these records. Call me. <laughs> Who do you want to call you first, her or Gabby Douglas? Well, since they're for two separate things, Gabby Douglas, I can get that out in like five, ten minutes. <laughs> and then put her on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? Cause once you lay it down, you know, you can call, like, you have a, like, you smash a good time. You can call her again. You know what I'm saying? So Gabby, flip over here. I'ma send you back flipping. Get it back, but, oh, I'm too good. I'm too nice. <laughs> but like, Willow, this is strictly artistic. I don't got no, like, I don't even, like, it ain't nothing other than that. But I just need some of those dams. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Uh, anything you want to shout out to the people out there? Oh, shout out to our podcast. Shout out to the skins beating the bum ass cowboys. Fuck out of here. Um, shout out to Dwight Howard, man. You're an ass. Yo, man, like get, get healthy and play. <laughs> like I'm tired of seeing Mahimi on the court, even though he gets fouled out before you really see him. And, you know, like I said, shout, shout out to the Smiths. Like, shout out to just truth, honesty, just open dialogue that a lot of people have been, um, a lot of people have been, like, just creating in different, you know, avenues and outlets. Just because, like, it's good to have these. Because we don't have, like, just historically, you haven't heard these type of conversations on the forefront of things. So... Shout out to that, man. Well, we made it this far. We appreciate you listening. Uh, some big things coming up. Um, November, November, November 10th celebrates three years as I was doing a podcast. So I think the goal, the whole month of November, we're going to try to have an interview a week to commemorate. I'm going to bring my girl on. So y'all can finally hear her and we'll probably have like a, a, a dialogue type episode. That should be really funny. Um, we'll have some, some artists. Uh, we'll play, play a little, play a little bit of Erica Badu. Sure, we could do that too. Um, you better call. I just want to let you guys know that I have better bars than all of you guys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, look out for that. Um, shout out Howard Homecoming. That's this week. It's gonna be crazy because Do Say Palooza is going up and Dipset's performing on a Tuesday. Nah, it's not on a Tuesday. It's gonna be fine. All right, bro, shut up.
Shout out Jerry for not knowing who Dipset is. Jerry, I just want to let you know you he's like dog. Like every there's just little moments that you reveal how uncultured you are. And I'm just like, wow, you really country as shit. <laughs> I was so I was like, what never mind. <laughs> so yeah, um not That's so hilarious. Cool, man. So yeah, and and You'll definitely hear a story about how wild Howard was for me because I'm gonna be on like ten, and by ten meaning like no, no fumes, just, just once I'm up, them those seventy two hours are gonna be crazy. Mm. But um, yeah, other than that, episode should come out tomorrow or Wednesday, some point. And uh, yeah, man, that that'll do it, bro. Gonna play this little mosey. Kamikaze. I do not support or not support this song. I've never heard it. So, so if it's trash, tell us. If it's fire, tell Jarrell. Tell Rob. Nah, don't, don't tell me because I'm like, yo, stop annoying me. Man. But until the next time, peace. Peace. Hey, we taking over 2K, she on my mama, nigga. In the back with my niggas, all the same, we might act up. Come up constantly, cause you know we all strapped up. Yo, bitch, you want me, cause you seen a nigga stacked up. But I can keep her, I just wanna be the backup. With my niggas, all the same, we might act up. Come up constantly, cause you know we all strapped up. Yo, bitch, you want me, cause you seen a nigga stacked up. But I can keep her, I just wanna be the backup. Now I'm in a rush, switching lanes. Pull up to the street, and they all know my name. I was a boat, steady looking for some stain. And my little brother, Mitch, free my nigga out of cash. Selling these drugs and I get it, I so bitch, I'm getting paid. And I'm in a mozzy cause I crash a fucking range. And I say, yo, bitch, cause I'm better than your man. In the back with my niggas, all the same, we might act up. Come up constantly cause you know we all strapped up. Yo, bitch, you want me cause you seen a nigga stacked up. But I can keep her, I just wanna be the backup. With my niggas, all the same, we might act up. Come up constantly cause you know we all strapped up. Seen a nigga stacked up, but I can keep her. I just wanna be the backup. And you know I'm in that brand new space coupe. Hop up out of van like nigga, what it do? Pay for your bitch, then I kick it out my room. And I'm in a fast car, nigga, vroom vroom. I be wearing Louis fit down 'cause I play hard. I pussy with my niggas, sipping wild hard. And we don't give a fuck, we got a cold heart. Running through the money, nigga, that part. And we might act up Come up constantly cause you know we all strapped up Yo bitch you want me cause you seen a nigga stacked up But I can keep her, I just wanna be the backup With my niggas all the and we might act up Come up constantly cause you know we all strapped up Yo bitch you want me cause you seen a nigga stacked up But I can keep her, I just wanna be the backup